Folks, pride is the worst of all the sins. All sin is actually related to pride. Pride is, pride is connected to every sin that is ever committed. Pride has a close brother. A brother, yet one that he doesn't love. A close brother is, is greed. Both pride and greed, though they're related, they, in our fallenness, they, they kind of seem like, okay, they're not so bad. You know, what is pride? Pride says, I want to be in charge. What is greed? I want to have more. But they're both very imprudent. What I mean by that is both pride and greed looks at life being very, you know, this little, this little period and forgets about eternity. Pride and greed focuses on the now and thinks the now is going to remain forever, completely forgetting about death. What's passing away, pride forgets about. What's passing away, greed forgets about. In our first reading today from the book of Ecclesiastes, we hear these words. Vanity of vanities, says Kohalath, vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. Don't think about the vanity mirror in the bathroom. Don't think about, you know, the vain person, although there's some similarities here. Vanity here is translated from a Hebrew word, which could maybe more literally be translated there and gone. It's there, and then it's gone. Some, some authors translate it as bubble. What is a bubble? Imagine the bubble coming up from the pond. It's there, you see it, and it's gone. The prideful person, the one who thinks that he's in charge, forgets that he's going to have to face his creator. The greedy person keeps wanting more, completely forgetting that he's going to die. Today's gospel readings sack both pride and greed right in the gut. Our, our gospel reading, which aims more at, more at greed, but also is connected to pride. What, what do we have here in the gospel reading? So someone in the crowd comes to Jesus and says to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. That's a noble statement to say. Tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. I don't know all the situation, but it certainly appears the brother has not shared the inheritance with this man coming to Jesus. How does Jesus respond? He says, friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? Then he turns to the crowd and he sacks greed right in the gut. Take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. All of us can whether it's you know ourselves, whether it's a family member, whether it's an aunt or uncle, whether it's relatives, neighbors, we can all think of a group of people, siblings, breaking up the relationship because they both want the inheritance. That the inheritance, something that's passing away, something that's like a bubble at the bottom of the pond coming up, it's there, it's gone, becomes more important than one's own relationship. But the prudent person recognizes everything on this earth, everything is passing away. If you ever have you know, gone to a nursing home, or not even just a nursing home, if you ever talk to your grandparents, you know, the, those who are 
you know, 80, 90 years old, almost everyone is going to say, wow, this life has gone by fast. It's there, it's gone. When we pass from this world, it's not my business that matters anymore. It's not the big farm or ranch that I have that matters. What matters is relationships. First of all, one's relationship with God. Second of all, one's relationship with other human beings. If I die mad at my brother or sister or aunt or uncle or dad or mom or child, just angry, ticked off, upset, prideful, I'm not just letting that pass away, all my stuff. I'm entering then into a world that is eternal, hateful, bitter, resentful, and it's like that forever. But when I'm able to recognize that everything is passing away, everything is vanity, then things change within one's heart. When I don't let pride rule my heart, when I don't let greed rule my heart, then I'm able to lift up my mind to Him who is King of the world, who is Lord of the universe, who is my dad. Our second reading. This is Paul writing to the Colossians. It's also writing to us. He says, Brothers and sisters, if you were raised with Christ, seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth. That's something all of us need to hear. So often we get caught up in some little whatever it is, you know, some base that grandma had, and I want it. Or, you know, it could even be bigger. It could, you know, be the inheritance what's talked about in the gospel reading. But I get so caught up in that. And I forget about thinking of what's above. The whole point we come to Mass every Sunday. Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. The whole point we come to Mass is to put God first. To make Him first in our week. To say, Lord, I'm not Lord. My dear God, I'm not God. My dear Father and Creator of the universe, I'm your child and a creature. We come, we order our hearts. And when we mean that with our heart, when we come with our full heart, we don't just show up at Mass because we have to come to Mass, but we show up with, with our hearts, with our bodies, and we pray the Mass, then our we bring that into our week and our, our week becomes more ordered. But if I show up at Mass just to do it and look, you know, you know, look, look like I'm being a Christian, you know, according to the community standard, and I go home and I do all the same old garbage that I've been doing last week. But the church commands us to come to Mass to order our hearts, to put God first. So the prayer that I would like you to pray for at this Mass is twofold. First of all, pray that any pride in your hearts, any greed, may be removed. But also be patient with yourself as it is removed. Pray that it may be removed from your heart. And then pray for your family. Pray for your neighbors, especially those who really 
want to hang on to passing stuff more than godly things. Pray for them. Pray for them. Let's make that our prayer at this Mass.